But when I look at you, like, obviously you have quite a bit of wealth and, and, and you're leading in the direction of life of, of where I want to go, you know, have a family, live yeah. spiritual life, great relationship with your life, so on and so forth. So what is your view of money? Yeah, there's a book that, that has been very profound in my life. It's called Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. And it's by T. Harv Ecker. Highly recommend it. In that book, he talks about, I think there's 20 or 21, he calls them wealth files. But they're um, ways of thinking about money. And he talks about how through conditioning and environment and growing up, we pick up these ways of thinking about money and they're detrimental and they sabotage your own success. And then he, he teaches in the book how to replace those negative mindsets with positive mindsets. And when you make that transition, then all of a sudden you've, you've aligned now with the principles of money. You you've, you're now viewing money in the proper context and then it naturally flows to you. So if you believe in that idea around the law of attraction and you believe that what you put out to the universe, the universe gives back or God or whatever your whatever your views are. But this idea around, you know, everything's created first in the spiritual or in the in the emotional, right, in the mental. And then it's created in the physical. I believe that totally. Like I believe that 100 percent that nothing is nothing becomes physical until it's first become an idea right and so if you've got a whole lot of negativity around money and success and wealth then you're it's good you're going to repel it even if it's subconscious most of it's subconscious so for example it, one of the things he talks about is he talks about uh your financial thermostat or a blueprint so if you think about a thermostat if the thermostat's set for 70 and it's cold outside and you open the window, then what's going to happen is the temperature is going to go down to 60, let's say. The thermostat, though, is going to kick on and it's going to bring it back up to 70. Uh, uh, so, so if you're if you're if your thermostat's set for making 100 grand a year, what's going to happen is if by chance you make 200,000 a year, you're going to reset back to 100. You're going to you're going to blow the money, mismanage it, miss and not invest it well. And you're going to bring yourself back to 100 because that's the mindset you're set for. Uh, and that's why if you take, if you take, you know, billionaires and they lose all their money in a year or two, they have it all back or more. Because right. you could take it all away. But if their mindset is set for a billion, then they get right back to a billion, you know, or a million yeah. or whatever it is. And so you really, more than anything, more than strategy, more than technique more than an industry or a business model, the number one factor that's going to determine how much money and success you have has nothing to do with the thing and everything to do with your own personal beliefs and mindsets yeah. around money. Well, around that very idea, one of, the, one of the wealth files is this belief that it's either or. Okay, so an either or mindset is either you're rich or spiritual, but not both. Either you're rich or a good dad, but not both. Either you're rich and a good husband, not both. But the, the right mindset is you can be rich and spiritual. 
You can be rich and generous, rich and a good dad and a good husband. There isn't either or, but abundance is you can be everything. You, you can have both. So there's this prevalent idea that, that gets instilled. It's really prevalent in the Christian community that money is the root of all evil and rich people are bad and you know rich people take advantage of the poor. Um, I live in Puerto Rico and that mindset is very prevalent. I, was, I had no idea. Um, I come in as this gringo in Puerto Rico and I'm demonized quite a bit. I'm called a colonizer and a tax evader. The reality is, I'm doing so much good. I'm employing hundreds of people, providing jobs. I'm buying everything I do here on my rehabs locally. Like I'm doing so much good. If you can, if you see it that way, right? Um, yeah, for the economy. For the economy, for providing jobs to local local Puerto Ricans and all of it. But yet, there's this idea around. Well, you're rich, so you're also bad. You're rich, so you also take advantage. You're rich, so and. If you grow, if you kind of grew up with, uh, you know, money's the root of all evil or rich people are bad, then of course you're never going to be one of those rich guys because you don't want to be bad either, you know? Right. <laughs> and so it's a real shift of, of like, now if I see somebody ultra successful, ultra wealthy, I have a mindset of good for you, man. You're amazing. I bet you're blessing so many lives. Now, maybe they're not because you could be rich and bad. Right. right? But right. I don't assume that. I assume that you're doing a lot of good to the world and you should be blessed financially because you're providing value to a lot of people. You're solving problems. Oh, yeah. I love I love what Caleb said. The Caleb said the actual saying is the love of money is the root of all evil. That gets misquoted more than probably any other verse in the Bible. Uh, and what and the way I interpret that is an obsession over money where you put money over relationships, money over spirituality, money is the, is the center of your life. That's, that's probably the root of all evil, not the money itself. Money, money is neutral. Money's not good or bad. It's just a resource. What you do with it is good or bad. Right. And so it's just putting things in the proper context. If you think, well, if I get rich, then I'm going to use the wealth to do bad. Well, the honest truth is people are bad whether they have money or not. Money just gives you more of what you already are. If you're if you have a good heart and you're generous and you're kind, more money is going to allow you to be more generous and more kind and more giving. Right. And amplifies you. Yeah. If you're selfish and take advantage and are and are, you know, mean to people, more money is going to allow you to be more selfish, more, you know, all money does is it makes you more of what you already are. It doesn't make you bad, right? It's so it's, it's really understanding that it's only a resource and it's, it's money is just a vehicle to, to give you a different experience. That's all it is. It doesn't make you good or bad. doesn't make you better or worse. It doesn't change your value. You know, going back to what, like my wife talks about all the time, it doesn't change your value in God's eyes or anybody's eyes. What it does do is it provides you a different experience. You know, I, I remember hearing Grant Cardone one time, he said, money, money doesn't buy you happiness, which is true. But then he said, but on, in all honesty, I'd rather cry in a Lamborghini than on a bicycle. Right. <laughs> it doesn't make your yeah. problems go away. Money doesn't solve your problems. 
Money's know, not everything, but not having it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I, I personally too, I'd rather cry in a Lamborghini than on a bicycle, you know, like yeah. I'd rather, I'd rather have, I'd, but I'll tell you this. Um, I was disillusioned for many years in the beginning in my, in my, in, and this is easy. Everyone says this after the fact, right? So a lot of people have a hard time hearing this, but in my ascent to money, I thought the money would solve a lot of problems. I thought it would solve more problems than it actually did. The reality is I actually just had bigger problems. More money just gave me bigger problems. <laughs> uh, meaning, meaning now I have a resource that I have to be responsible and accountable for. Um, you know, like I, I have this conversation with my kids all the time. My kids joke all the time and they're like, well, dad, why don't you just buy that thing? You know, you, you have money, you're so rich. Why do you, why are you, why don't you just buy that car or buy that thing? And I try to tell them, I say, you know, having money brings a lot of responsibility. I have to be responsible for that money. Not, I feel like God gave this resource to me, blessed me with this resource. And I have a, I have a responsibility to my family, to God, to others, to manage that resource in the best way I can be responsible for it. I think of the, I think of the parable of the, of the talents, which in, in the Bible, that was money. Right. And if God gives me one, what am I doing? Am I doubling it to two? If he gives me 10, am I doubling it to two? Right. What am I doing with the resources I've been given? And God wants me to take those resources and ex- expand them, grow multiply them. them, yeah, multiply them. Yeah. If I'm not multiplying the, the resources I've been giving, then I'm wasting that resource. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. Now I'm all for, don't, don't misunderstand me. I'm all for having nice things. I want you to have a nice house, nice cars, if that's important to you. You know, I'm like one of my, one of my uh, guilty pleasures is, is uh, luxury watches. I like watches. So I've got watches I don't need that don't really provide any value, right? Other than I like watches. Um, But, you know, that's all fine. But can I sit back at the end of the day and say, I'm living well below my means. I'm using the resources to do a lot of good. I'm growing those resources. I'm providing value. You know, I'm, I'm doing good to others. Like, am I Am I being a good steward? Can I sleep at night knowing, feeling good about how I'm showing up around money or whatever thing it is? You know, like life is about making choice that you feel good about. You know, like if, if, I mean, I think about it like this, if when I go to bed at night, can I feel good about the person that I'm in bed with? If it's just me, you know, like (laughs) if I'm the only one, can I feel good at least about that? You know, and I, and I want to be able to say that I have control over certain parts of my life and the parts that I do have control over that I get to decide on, that I have choice around, I have accountability around, I feel good about those choices. And if, and asking the question, looking in the mirror and saying, you know, do I like the person I am? Do I like the way I'm showing up as a dad, as a husband, as an investor, as a trainer, whatever, do I like who I am that way? Do I feel good about that? And if I don't, it's just an opportunity for growth. Like, okay, well, what changes do I need to make in my life? Mm-hmm. You know, so and make those changes, you know, it doesn't mean anything's going wrong. In fact, if you're not dissatisfied quite often with where you're at in life, 
then you're probably not growing as much as you could. So right. most of the time, the answer is going to be, you know, I don't, I re- I'm not really proud of where I'm at around this area or that area. I'd like to show up better in that area. I have it on audio. I try to listen to that book every six months. And I've done that for years. And it's, it's uh, really helped me transform a lot of mindsets. One of the mindsets I had just to kind of on this topic is I was taught by my dad that if you want to get ahead in life, you need to work hard. Um, now, nothing wrong with that. That's a great philosophy. The problem is if you tie hard work to money, then what you've done is you've made a connection that money is hard. Yeah, that's, yeah not a good, sure. that's not a good mindset that money is hard. Because right. then what that means is it means it takes a long time. You've got to plow, you got to, you know, work 80 hour weeks. And <laughs> this is something that I battle with over and over and over again. And I still battle with this today because it was ingrained in me. It was ingrained in me with sports coaches and my dad. Um, and so I have this idea now that I try to live by, which is the less I work, the more I make. And it's totally foreign. It goes against everything I was ever taught. Okay. Yeah. What do you mean the less I work, the more I make? That's not how it works. The more you work, the more you make. The harder you work, the more you make. No, no. Actually, if you get the heck out of the way, the less you work, doesn't mean work's not happening. It's just the less you work, the more money you make. Uh, and so what that does is it forces you to get out of the way, forces you to build a team, forces you to bring talent into your organization, forces you to to think that there is enough money to go around and that money flows naturally and easily into your life. Not hard, easy. Money comes easy. It's this You're, you're talking about oh, systems, like, like how, how much effort can I, like, like pound for pound? How, yeah. How much am I getting back per pound of effort that I'm giving out? Yeah. I see what yeah. you're saying. Do do, is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Meaning, you know, do I do $50,000 assignments or do I do $5,000 assignments? Do I do, $100,000 flips or do I do $20,000 flips? You know, do I do do the best deals come to me easily, naturally, or do I have to work really hard to get a good deal? How did you flip that? How, how cuz me being in the mindset that and I'm sure this mindset that you were in it was like right now I have to make like, you know, hundred dials every single day, you know, like four or five hours every day. Like that's minimum in order for me to be successful in this business. That, I mean, to me, that's that's, to do that repetition over and over and over and over. It it can feel like really hard work. What's, what's your thoughts on that? I have this whole uh, declaration that I laminated that hangs in my shower that I read every time I take a shower. And it's, it's, it's basically, Money. In essence, it says money flows into my life. There's more than enough money to go around. I'm I'm deserving. I'm open to receive more money. You know, unexpected checks come to me in the mail, which is weird. They do. I get I get checks in the mail (laughs) for some reason. That I send me that lamination. I might. Yeah, I'll take a picture of it. Yeah, Yeah, send it to me. I'll take a picture of it and I put it on my Instagram some time ago. But I'll I'll go take a picture of it and share it with you guys if you want. Yes, please. Yeah, it's basically just, you know, I'm I'm open and willing to receive more money. And the universe is conspiring to bring more money into my life. <laughs>